0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Welcome to the Scoop World Order. It's Saturday. We are grinding along. Uh, We're going to go over. Miles Lockhart has committed. He has jumped into the boat. Is Kingston next? Is KJ Bolden next? There's a lot of big time names. uh, that are going to be coming off the board in the next month. We're going to have all of it for you on Buckeyescoop.com. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit of a cryptic tweet that Cage's dad sent. Um, am going to talk a little bit about the Northwestern situation, uh, what it means, and it's going to take some of your questions on what is going on in the summer as the players are enjoying some time off. The coaches are having some time off uh, before it really gets cranked up here in the beginning of August. But first, as always, thank you so much for joining us. We're racing to 20,000 subscribers. We're about 300 away, so keep cranking. We appreciate you guys. If you enjoy this content, please leave us a like. Click subscribe and also click that little alert bell so you guys can jump in here as soon as we go live and start cranking those questions up for us. We appreciate you guys as always. I hope you guys enjoyed that Phil Steele interview. Very insightful. Phil has agreed to come on every month now. So it's going to be fantastic to see uh, how his predictions hold up through the season. Um, Anything needs to change. uh, Phil is an encyclopedia of knowledge and go out and get that Phil Steele book uh, if you can at either Barnes and Noble or Booksamillion or PhilSteel.com. Phil is a great friend. We appreciate him. Look forward to having him on on every month. That being said, I got to bring in my man,
2: Nevada Buck. Nevada, how are you? I'm doing good. You know, like you always you know, shout out where you're from, shout out where you do Cali Cartel, tell Bob. Well, I'm I'm broadcasting live from Oxford, Ohio, from uh, Miami of Ohio University, here with one of my kids that, uh, at a camp, and so I'm in God's country for 10 days in Oxford, and so far I've uh, I've hit Mac and Charlie's, I think this was a place, is a bar. I've hit Dairy Queen, and I've hit McDonald's twice. Those that's been my thing. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat my way through uh through Oxford. I'm gonna eat at every restaurant, but McDonald's has gotten two uh, two visits from Nevada Buck already, and and uh, the over under set at five for the week and. I'm not sure which way I'm just going to go.
0: Oh, you're
1: going to go way over that, man. You're going to be, you know, wondering what to eat. You're not going to want to try somewhere new. The old Ray Kroc special, the old McDonald's going to be sitting there. You're like, you know, I'm just going to walk over there, sensibly priced, have a good time. Uh, how is Oxford? I haven't been there in a long time. Uh, any of you that are watching right now, tune in. Um, any recommendations for Oxford, for our boy Nevada? Uh, but how is it so far? I know you got in late last night. Have uh, you done much exploring of Miami of Ohio's campus?
2: I just I walked the campus today and and then there was like a torrential rainstorm like it rained like it rained for like thirty minutes like 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 they just unleashed Niagara Falls on the thing, so I didn't get to had to cut my tour short but no, it's a beautiful campus um the fun fact about Miami of Ohio University is there's no major freeways apparently that run by here so you have to take like these (laughs) country roads to get in here saw a couple of deer on the way in and stuff so uh this has been like a great nature adventure and uh enjoying enjoying it for sure well i'm
1: sure uh those those 10 days will probably go by uh very slowly i'm guessing compared to where you're normally living at um we are going to check out uh Miles Lockhart. So Miles Lockhart finally jumped into the boat. This is a kid that, honestly, I'm going to be real transparent. I thought he already committed a while ago. Uh, He's a kid that's uh, kind of a throwback. He didn't go on 7,000 visits to unofficials and camp everywhere and wear seven different hats. And, you know, this kid went to, he visited Ohio State. He's been basically in for about a year now. Uh, He finally pulled the trigger, did the, a little Hayes Fawcett uh, edit. Uh, Nevada, is it refreshing to you to have a kid treat his recruitment this way? And do you think that it hinders his rating at all when he's not camping at Georgia and Bama and Texas? And he's not being like a drama queen like a lot of the kids are now. Um, a kid that just goes on one visit and commits and is low maintenance. Uh, does that hurt him uh, in the NIL era right now?
2: Without a doubt. I mean, without a doubt, and, you know, before it would just be, you know, as you mentioned, it would just be kind of hurting him with people's impressions or kind of how the fan base feels about them or stuff like that. But right now with NIL, I mean, there's real financial considerations, you know, to low key in it like this. So look, I, I definitely, you know, I, I, you know, I love the old school kids, the kids that aren't dramatic, but that's just cause I'm old. And, um, you know, I think, you know, Lockhart is is a guy that Ohio State's had, you know, pen, you know, penciled on their board for quite some time. Um, I, like you, had kind of forgotten about him because I thought he already had committed. So, um, though excited to have him. Excited about every uh, every commit, but you know, another good one. But you know, somebody's going to fly under the radar. But these are the the kind of kids that typically come to Ohio State and and then over exceed everybody's expectations because everybody's expectations are so low. And, uh, disappointment is a function of expectation. And in this case, I think him coming in a little bit less heralded, um, is going to bode well for him. Cause he's a heck of a player.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I think that when, when people are, um, when there's more drama involved, when it's, you know, truly like with KJ Bolden, I mean, he could pick Ohio state, he could pick Bama, he could pick Georgia. I think it's really between Georgia and Ohio state at this point, but there's genuine intrigue there. Uh, there's a bit of a cryptic nature. Uh, we're going to go over his dad's tweet. That was kind of cryptic. Um, yeah, I think people get more jazzed about, you know, it's like JJ Smith is a classic example. He's been committed to Ohio state, but he's visited 10 different schools in the last, you know, three months or whatever. And again, I, I, I think that from a business perspective, that's probably the right move to drive up your NIL value and, you know, go around and get your offers and send it to the foundation at Ohio State and see what they can drum up to match it versus, you know, I think if Ohio State thinks that they just have you in the bag, then, you know, they don't need to give you an NL money. You could just be, you know, they can save the money for uh, KJ Bolden or JJ Smith or uh, Brandon Baker or, or, you know, a kid that's like a true, more of a coin flip, toss up, higher rated kid. So uh, I don't know, but I, I, like this kid. I like the, the, you know, I like his tape. I like the fact that he's all business. You know, he wasn't playing, he wasn't, you know, uh, committing, decommitting, recommitting, you know? Um, so I, I, I actually look forward to seeing how this kid does. I'm rooting for him, uh, again, and, and I'm old fashioned. Like when I was going through the process, I took one official visit to Ohio state, I committed to Ohio state. Nobody's excited that I committed to Ohio state except for me. Um, but it was, uh, it was great you know because like i said i was a kid that hated the recruiting process i hated um talking to coaches you know it wasn't that i like the coach but it's like it's hard because you feel like you're leading on you know six or seven different programs you're talking to them all or act, you're kind of fake acting excited but deep down the only one you really wanted was ohio state once they jumped in the boat then all of a sudden it was game over and it was a wrap so um and, and the, i think my problem is that ohio state knew that so they did they could slow play and do all that and Recruiting kind of a, it's kind of a wicked game. Like it's, you know, it's not always fun to be a part of it. And I was just fortunate that I actually got the offer because a lot of kids are in my shoes and they never get that Ohio State offer. And they end up going to Michigan State or Purdue or Pitt or wherever. And it's not, it's not quite the same. Uh, Nevada, we're getting some, uh, some good intel from some of our Miami of Ohio people in right here. Carson, appreciate you, my man. He graduated from Miami in 2022. He so says Skipper, Skipper's pub and pickle yep, yep. yes have, have Skipper's,
2: well Skipper's sports bar that's on my list like sports bars possible place to maybe go watch the ufc 290 tonight but i'm not sure if skippers is going to have it or not so that's uh that's kind it's of my, uh, one of the open uh, critical question for me
1: um bagel and deli shop at oxford for breakfast bagel is bomb again i'm sure you're you're sitting in your hotel right now surfing yelp wondering where you're going to get your next meal from Ah, uh, but we appreciate that intel on uh, Oxford, Hall. I haven't been there in 20 years, so
2: um, no. Keep kinda... it, co- keep it coming, keep it keep coming, it... man. Because because right now my list is like Wendy's, Dairy Queen, and then or go back to that third time to <laughs> McDonald's or something like that. And I really don't want to use my third visit to McDonald's this early in the week. I really don't want to do that.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I I totally agree. I, I think that it's it's tough when you're in a college town because like you want to get some of the flavor and Miami is like Miami's a really nice college shot I mean it's like the Harvard of the Midwest is what they always called it and it's you know a lot of my friends went to Miami it's a really good school um
0: John Peters, it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I
1: was the O-line coach there when I was there. Um, so yeah, you probably want to get a little bit of the, uh, the flavor, the local flavor, as opposed to your... Um, your regular shades. we're going to get into Kai Bolden because it is the slow time of the season the coaches at Ohio State are on vacation the players are on vacation so we are going to break down tweets because that's what you do in the slow time of the year KJ Bolden's dad a cryptic tweet writes Dec- decisions come with consequences in our words it's important to consider all factors Nevada obviously KJ is from Beaufort Georgia hour away from Athens Georgia Georgia Bulldogs, two-time national champions.
2: What do you make of the cryptic tweet from KJ Bolden's dad? Let me break it down for you. This is Nevada Bucks' read on the situation. Papa Bolden wants KJ to go to Georgia. KJ, I really think, wants to go to Ohio State. Ohio State really thinks they're getting KJ Bolden. Now, again... None of those is that add up to an equal sign, or a crystal ball, or a prediction, or a thumbs up, or a winky winky, or anything like that. But that's kind of the situation that we're in right now. So Dad is sending a not too subtle message to his son about kind of the same things we talk about with kids out of Ohio that you know go and play elsewhere. You know, there's consequences that come along with that, and with this one, there's a familial. Uh, element as well. Um, Pops wants his kid close, so can, I'm sure selfishly you so can watch him play more, and you know all the other things that come with having proximity. Uh, so that's what's going on. It's consistent with the facts that I know it from Ohio State. It's consistent with the facts that I know it from people close to KJ. That's what I think is going on, and so I think this uh, this tweet, while it's only 136 characters or whatever it was, I think it's it said an awful lot, and uh, I I think it's you know, it's, it's good news for Ohio State.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's some major pros and cons. Uh, obviously, it's great when your son is a five star, number one player in the country at his position, top 10 player nationally. But man, when you live down in in the, the boiling cauldron that is, you know, Georgia, Florida, Bama, you know, Louisiana like, you get in those SEC, um, you know, the, those wild fan bases, man there's a lot of pressure on your kid. on you to send your kid to the local sec hub. You know, there's a lot of pressure to send your kid. He's from Buford to send him to, to Georgia, you know? I mean, cause again, it's, you know, when, when that kid ships off to Ohio state and he's playing at Ohio state, he's a great player at Ohio state, you know, that there's a lot of Georgia Bulldog fans that are surrounding you. And you know, they're, at, they're at your work, uh, they're everywhere you go. And it's, yeah, you know, it can get it can get a little nasty. Like not everybody is of right mind, not everybody's sane. Um, and it's like that with Ohio State kid like when Ohio kids go to Michigan, if it's a kid that Ohio State covets and the guy does the you know, the black, you know, he wears the black hat and he goes to Michigan and does the dumbest thing he could ever do in his life. Like, you know, there's there's big time consequences. And again, I always like I always say I said every episode, or not every episode, but pretty close to it. If you want to live in you know michigan when you're done then go to michigan if you don't live in ohio when you're done it's more beneficial to go to ohio state you know and, and for you know the bolden family you know again obviously we want to go to ohio state i think he'd be a day one starter if he came to ohio state at safety at a position you know that's a premium spot in that defense at free safety but you know that georgia pool is going to be tough to beat you know he's a guy that's probably a coin flip right now uh if we If we get him, I'd be stunned. Honestly, I think it'd be it'd be up there with getting Von Bell. It'd be up there with getting Raquan McMillan out of Georgia. Um, you know, it's a fist fight. You gotta go against these SEC schools, man, especially especially when they when they get home field advantage. They're it's their home turf. It's tough. It's really tough. So this will be one that down to the wire and even down to signing day, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. And we've come close. Like Caleb Downs last year. We were all over Caleb Downs. He was up here. You know, LeBron's giving you know kiss on the cheek, whatever your pregame, and he's getting jogged around the field by all of the Ohio State coaches, and that wasn't enough to get him away from Bama. You know, so this is one where you really have to strap up, and you're going to have to get that cash out if you're the foundation in uh, these collectives because this is a kid that that needs it and uh, and really wants it. We're getting more Oxford recommendations. Nevada, are you are you in agreement on that? Because I think that. You know, it's it's tough to get these kids out from out of there because a lot of pressure on these parents. But uh, what are your thoughts on it?
2: Well, yeah, I think it, it's interesting because you know some schools in Georgia, you know, are, are pipeline schools for you know for University of Georgia and other schools not so much. So you know, it's interesting how you know that kind of works. And for Ohio, Ohio State feels like they've got a chance of this one, and they're they're usually pretty cautious about this stuff, especially. With kids from the deep south, but they're a little, you know, they're—I I, I dare say—they're optimistic about where they sit right now with it. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see if it's a, just kind of a temporary thing, if it's a, a fleeting thing. But um, I have a hunch this one might might end up well for Ohio State, and um, Pops is trying to kind of head it off before the uh, before the decision is made. That's just that's just a hunch. Not it's not uh, it's not a call. It's not a it's not a crystal Nevada. Um, it's, but it's it's definitely an, an an educated opinion on it for sure.
1: I love it. That's about perfect. Uh, We got another
2: vote for
1: uh bagel and deli shop for a breakfast bagel sandwich. Legit. Very nice. So there you Very go. Nice. You're gonna keep on skating past it. Um, anything else new? Like, I mean, this is this is kind of the doldrums. Uh, The Northwestern hazing thing is getting a lot of run right now. Um, you know, and I I, I was making fun of the suspension they gave to Pat Fitzgerald because he gave him he's off for three weeks they suspended him for two weeks so he's literally out of vacation and the only difference between anything he he's is not getting paid so he's suspended for two weeks without pay um but do you think that this could get worse the student newspaper wrote a, a big expose on some of the stuff that was going on purge masks and you know sodomy I mean it's, it's, it's nothing to make light of I mean it's a terrible situation but could this cost Pat Fitzgerald his job potentially?
2: No, you know no, it could not. No, I, I think I think Northwestern. I mean, he's Mister Northwestern, and I think it, it would take it would take a a like type of thing. I mean, hazing goes on just about everywhere in every sport. You know, you see it from billiards to ice hockey to synchronized swimming to whatever. So. And I'm not saying that it's right. And I'm not saying that you participated in it when you were at Ohio State because you weren't, you were above that, Kirk, because you were generally too tired to participate in hazing. I i, and- I told you that in pre-show. I, I did not, because I was like, I didn't have the energy. Like what, a lot of it happens during
1: training camp or that type of thing. And like, as soon as we go back to the hotel, for one, we don't go back to the hotel till like 930 at night, you know, because we have meetings and walkthroughs and like a billion things. So, you know. When when me this one like I didn't have the energy to do anything other than just sleep and play football. Because like I was trying to optimize, but yeah, and and I never saw it. So I mean if it happened, I didn't see it. Because again, I was always kind of in my own little world during Trinity where I was just trying to get as much rest as possible. But I don't know. It's like I don't on the surface, you wouldn't think this would cost him his job just because, like you said, he is Mr. Northwestern. He's kind of the whole program. They don't have an urban Meyer waiting in the wings to go to Northwestern, but It'll just be interesting to see, you know, if the mob comes after them you know, because the mob, once that mob gets drummed up and, you know, I think the the, the biggest reason this isn't a bigger story is because it's Northwestern and honestly, nobody cares about Northwestern. If this was Ohio State, ESPN would have like round the clock coverage of it. Um, you know, the SEC network would have round the clock coverage of it. A Paul Feinbaum would probably be sitting in our parking lot, but um I don't know. I, I just think that like, what is the school that went two and ten last year? Nobody cares. You know, no matter how bad it is, um, it's like the Harvard ice hockey thing, which was a big expose. It cost their their uh, coach a big, um, you know, got her fired. It was a thirty year deal with the women's ice hockey program, and it just didn't it didn't resonate because no one cares about Harvard sports. You know, it's not it's not big time ball like the SEC or, the, or Ohio State is. Okay, round two. Name something
0: that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Um, Trying to see what else we got going on. Any other uh, other stuff you want to talk about? We had a great – this is a good question. So um, you talk about the numbers, the workout numbers being top secret. They're somewhat top secret. Um, They're not super hard to get. Uh, We had a question – uh, basically I basically asked, you know, if we, if we knew who the fastest guys by position were. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people have kind of made fun of Mickey Murati's, uh, stopwatch sometimes. And I love Coach Mick, but he is a little generous when it comes to posting the times. Uh, like the one Florida Gator thing was the greatest thing ever where they had like, you know, three guys that ran four, four two zeros or whatever, the Iron Gators. And, uh, I used to always make fun of that because I was like, God, I should go out there. i probably run a four or six if Mickey was timing me. But, uh, Nevada, just for the, for the fun of it, let's go position by position, except for quarterbacks. The quarterbacks are probably slow. Who do you think is our fastest running back this year?
2: Trey Henderson.
1: You, are you, uh, does your, does your train have like, uh, uh, Jim Knowles at the front and then Trey Henderson is like the the caboose, like coming up yeah,
2: the, the rim? I like to go after <laughs> obscure players and try to bump them up. You know, the guys that are like the number one player in the country yeah. coming out of high school and that rush for like 1,500 yards as a freshman. Yeah, I like to pick like just really weird positions like that. So, yeah, I'm on the trade train. Um, he, he's, uh, he's back from Plantar. We've talked about Plantar before, but if anybody who's had Plantar, I've had Plantar, and it was just hard to move. It was hard to, you know, go to the grocery store. Lol, I can't imagine trying to play major college football with it, um, and especially as a at any position, but especially as a running back. So um, the fact that he was able to you know, to fight through it, um, coming back with a vengeance this year, and and he'll he'll definitely be fast. And you know, we we laugh about Coach Mick's stopwatch, but. It's not like Ohio State players have run slow at the combine either. You know what I'm saying? So like when yes. they're talking about, oh, this guy's gonna go this and all of a sudden Chris Olave goes four three seven or whatever it was, it's like, oh, maybe maybe we do have fast players.
1: Well, it's like here and, and I I'm blocking it, I apologize, but here has Denzel Ward four two three, Kendall Sheffield four two five, Paris Johnson four two six, J.K. Dobbins four three two, um Mike Weber, four three five. Uh I don't know who Goings is. He must have been a walk-on four three six. Terry 3 four three six. I mean, that's really fast to have three guys that are sub four three. But you're right. When they went to the combine, they ran four threes, four fours. You know, they might have been a, a tick off. You know, obviously this board's a, a, is a few years old because it's got, you know, Paris and, and Denzel, but you know, it's not like these guys showed up and ran four sixes after running four twos. I don't, I don't think they actually ran a four two in real life. But in mix world, it's kind of, you know, I don't know. It, 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 it's funny because we had some, uh, some crazy deal, some crazy deals. See, this is what I was thinking. You know, he said that um, this is good, Troy. B. Chicago press goes hard on the story. It could cost him jobs. See, like, I, I think it's kind of an innocuous story, but I just think that it depends on how much rage or faux outrage comes of it you know, and how big of a story it gets to be. And if it's, is it national and you know, is it become a 24 hour news? Story? Cause like with Trestle, when I was with him in 10 and you know, before he got whacked, it just became like this, like Joe Shad was waiting outside of our trading table. Like with the little microphone, like round the clock coverage of, Oh my God, tattoo gate. And these guys sold their gold pants for $200. And Oh my God, how could you ever sell something that you own? So I yeah, don't know. Yeah but, but, yeah, but,
2: but, yeah, but Kirk, yeah, but Kirk, but Kirk, let's think about that one. Okay. First of all, it's Ohio state and we know, yes. we all know the different Ohio State's the big dog. First of all, yep. secondly, Trussell being the squeaky clean, yep. you know, sweater fest, you're wearing yep. non swearing guy. They wanted to bring him down so bad. Nope. Yep. That's why this mm-hmm. is true. Now you look at Fitzgerald and like Northwestern doesn't want to get rid of Fitzgerald and no. he's not a real easy guy to hate. And he, he, they don't have anybody better waiting. the Like you said, they don't have an urban waiting the wings and they're irrelevant. So it doesn't have any of the Tinder that you want to have yep. there to kind of start this big fire, you know, because it's like, it's just, it's a tough story for people. Like you said, to work up their faux outrage over. So I don't see it now. Having said that, it'll probably be front page of every story tomorrow, unless there's more to it. Unless he's like participating yeah. in the yep. hazing and they have pictures of him there with a broomstick or something like that, Then that would be bad. But other yeah. than that, I think I think he should be okay.
1: No, I, I, I totally agree. Like, Northwestern is is a nothing brand. Nobody cares about it. Pat Fitzgerald, you know, when you're the worst team in the Big Ten, nobody cares. Again, versus Tress, who, you know, won a national title, squeaky clean. You know, people, they always want to bring down, you know, the guys that they could get the most fervor out of. You know, so that's why you go after the giant, like Jim Trussell. You know, you go after Pat Fitzgerald, nobody cares. Because you know, nobody cares about Northwestern football. They're just kind of a... Cute little program that makes the Big Ten title game like once every ten years, and then they go back to being terrible, going four and eight and two and ten or whatever. So, but I I think you're, uh, I think you're really spot on on that. Well, Uh, I want to get a good,
2: uh, I want to, I want to get a good steak here in Oxford. Where can I get a good steak? Come on, guys. Where help can me he out. get a
1: good stake? Is it BW3s.
2: Could... No, bw 3s Buffalo, please. Buffalo that, Wild Wings. That can't be the answer. That cannot be the answer, guys. Please don't make that be the answer.
1: I, there's a lot of love for Kai Stokes in this chat. See, I think Kai Stokes is going to be great, but he's got to play. You know, there, there's some guys that I think that physically could do great things, you know, at certain positions, but if they don't play, it doesn't matter. You know, like I think. Evan Pryor is a guy. If he's healthy, he could be a dynamic running back, but he's like the six string running back right now. You know, I mean, if, if they got him behind Trey, and then you got mine, and then you got Dallin Hayden, and then you got Chip, then you got, you know, there's Evan Pryor, the next guy up, I guess. So, you know, again, I think Evan Pryor would do would fantastic if he was a, in a full time role, but he might get 20 carries, you know. Um,
2: so yeah, fastest but, wide receiver. If you lined up the wide receivers right now. Had him running forty. Who who's who's fastest? Jaden Ballard. Yeah, Easily. that's the answer.
1: Yeah, that's Easily. the answer.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um tight end, I don't I don't know. It's probably not Cade, probably not Jelani because Jelani's too big. Cade, maybe Joe Royer. I'd say Joe Royer, probably.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably right.
1: O line. Um God, I I'd say Luke Montgomery probably cause he's light. You know, you always have to like put it through the scope of guys that are lighter. He's probably 300. Um, but he's already like a, a lighter, good athlete. So I would probably go Luke I'd say, um, just cause you know, a lot of those guys are bigger, three ten, three fifteen. Um, do you agree with Luke?
2: I mean, that's probably the guy I, either him or George, you know, it's like one of those two, I'd, I'd pick a guy that's a little younger, a little more nimble on his feet. Um, but yeah, Luke's that's that's just that basketball player too. So that's that's probably as good a pick as any.
1: Yeah, like a year ago I would, I would have said George just because he was lighter, but these guys, you know, when they're show up as freshmen and they're two two eighty five, and then all of a sudden you're the next year they're three fifteen. Like, you know, so that's kind of the lens you kind of look you look at all through. Um defensive line is an interesting one. And it makes you want to say Kenyatta Jackson just because of the, the height and the length. Um, I don't think you can put a defensive tackle in the mix. Uh, I think Jack's probably too heavy. Um, so I, I probably have to go with Kenyatta. Uh, what are your thoughts on that?
2: yeah that's a good pick that's a good pick I mean
1: Caden Curry literally said that I I felt I got too heavy and felt too slow so I mean you know he's not feeling you know if you're winning every sprint versus all your defensive linemates, you're not saying that you feel slow so he would have been my next pick just because he's light um I don't but, but that's a good one actually G it'd be interesting to see G Scott I mean I haven't seen anything out of G Scott his whole career other than the headbutt so um, and I think Joe looks lighter. Um, I'd probably pick Joe, honestly. G probably two years ago when he was still playing. Um, you know, when he's still converting over. But I don't know. That, that'd be
2: interesting. It might be G over uh, over Joe Royer. Uh, I tell you, in the t- in the ten yard dash, which I know, you know people before people laugh from ten yard dash for me is a, a pretty relevant thing, especially for defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Ty, I'm going with Ty Leak. Ty Leak gets off the ball so damn fast. Seriously? Yes. I'm I'm telling you, 10-yard, he's explosive, man. He explodes out of there. Absolutely explodes out of there. I I want to to see the testing numbers. I'm telling you, in the 10-yard, I bet you you his numbers are crazy.
1: Oh, I'm sure they are for his size, but is this hard when you're going against guys that weigh 250 and you weigh 330?
2: I'm telling you, I mean, he, he, I'm telling that could be a sneaky one. I, I bet you, he's definitely above. He, he'll be in the 75th percentile or better. I'm guaranteeing it.
1: I'm gonna laugh when he's at all these restaurants that we keep naming in Oxford tonight. You run into him when you're going to get your bowl at your steak and your bowl of ice cream, and all of a sudden you run into Ty sitting there. I,
2: um, I, I hope that'd be that'd be awesome. I'll, I'll race him.
1: Race him to yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I'm just kind of going through the candidates. All right, linebacker is an interesting one. Uh, I'd say probably C.J. Hicks. Um, do you have any other uh, gay powers? Yeah.
2: I mean, the... Cody, Cody, Cody Simon can run, but C.J. is yeah. probably you know a little, little younger. Depends on if we're if we're talking about uh Sunny Styles as a linebacker or as a safety or you know, or we we're, we're kind of slotting him, but yeah, C.J. can definitely run.
1: Yeah, so let's do the secondary next then. So I'm gonna go. God, that's hard. Because part of me wants to say Davis and Benoson, honestly.
2: Yeah, that, that'd be my pick as well. I mean, Davison could scoot. I mean, he he can absolutely scoot. That was one I of the things is... when he when he first yeah. hit the campus. Do when they first on they ran. I mean, he ran with the, the he was with the fast guys, so I, he would definitely be uh, the fastest of the quarterbacks in my opinion.
1: Yeah, he can he can boogie. Um It'd be interesting to see what the freshmen how the freshmen are timing out right now. You know, where well, you got guys like Jermaine Matthews Jr., you got some of these guys. Calvin Simpson can hunt can fly. He actually might be the guy. I mean, he's only one seventy five. He's the lightest guy in the in the secondary.
2: Yeah, well we um, we we'll get we'll we'll do a podcast and we'll get all we'll get these numbers and we'll go through that. So that that'd be a fun yeah. one to do.
1: That's a, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, See, they got they got Luke listed at two ninety five, but I think it has to be Luke. Honestly, I'm looking at these names and body weights and size, and I mean it has to be Luke, in my opinion. So, but this is a good one. Um, any other final calls on Oxford? We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Miami of Ohio, um, the home of Nevada Buck for the next ten days. So. Uh, if you guys have anything else, put that in the comments below. Um, I'm sure we'll be surfing around, seeing where to eat at, uh, where to check out. Um, so, any final thoughts about it? We'll wrap this thing up. Um, big UFC card tonight. Uh, any picks on the UFC card that people should know about for gambling? Yeah,
2: Jalen Turner. We we have uh, we've got everything bet on Jalen. The line opened at minus one eighty. It's now minus three hundred. So probably oh, wow. the value's not quite there. But we've been handing this pick out for. Uh, a little bit over two weeks right now. Jalen Turner, we've got everything. If, let's put it this way. If Jalen Turner doesn't win, then I'm eating at McDonald's for 14 of my next <laughs> 15 meals. So there will be no steak for Nevada Buck if Jalen Turner loses. So uh, we're, we're hoping for some uh, good success. And let's have Jalen Turner not get DQ'd for an illegal eye poke or anything else like that. Uh, is there good value on uh, betting Bo Nickel at minus 2100? <laughs> yeah the no, b- biggest favorite in this. but you look the whole cards these sh- gigantic favorites tyra is a big favorite bo's the biggest favorite in history of the thing i mean it's just like favorite 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 but uh it's gonna be fun it's a, it's an action-packed card tonight ufc 290 starting here in a couple hours and uh nevada buck is is gonna be huddled somewhere watching it here in oxford Ohio. is
1: is minus 2100 the biggest favorite you've ever seen in the ufc so no for it a is main, uh, for, for a main card fight
2: no, it's the biggest favorite in the history of the USA. Wow, yeah, wow, yeah. So that's, that's amazing, especially against an undefeated fighter. I mean, he's fighting an undefeated guy, you know. So it's like, you know, it is fighting. So somebody, somebody you know, somebody could throw a punch and win the fight. So,
1: like you said, you're just one eye poke away, baby. <laughs> exactly, <You know? laughs> one, illegal,
2: illegal <laughs> groin strike away for a win. So,
1: my God, that's amazing. Well. We're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, appreciate you guys. Talk about the fastest Buckeyes. Who are the fastest Buckeyes? We appreciate it. That's a great question. We're going to dig into that. We'll get those numbers for you guys. Appreciate you guys. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a like. Click subscribe. And also click on that alert bell when we go live. Appreciate you guys. Shout out where you guys are from, where you guys are watching from. If you went to Miami, Ohio, give us your tips. Where should we eat at? Uh, we're going to be kicking it there uh, tonight, it looks like. So, Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, night. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in as always. I'm about to jump on Buckeyescoop.com. Get it cranked up. There's a lot of good topics on there right now. Uh, talking about expansion, talking about recruiting. Uh, it's about to crank up over the next uh, two, three weeks with some big time guys committing. Um, a lot of them look like they're going to be Buckeyes. So Kingston, you're on deck, baby. I uh, appreciate you, my man. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you so much. Buckeye Nation, and thank you, Scoot Family. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.
0: Go, Bucks.